Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our topic today is tax loss harvesting, a huge benefit for the rich and an overrated benefit for those who are not. We spoke yesterday of how the Canada Pension Plan's 10-year track record has bested the S&P 500. The fund's manager is certainly no closet indexer, with a wide, even eccentric portfolio of public and private equity, which will surely underperform the S&P in some years. But that got me thinking of what must be the most obvious way for anybody, well, not just anybody, but very rich people, to beat the market without employing a team of analysts with offices around the world as the CPP's investment managers do. All you'd have to do is copy the S&P 500 exactly and make an objective improvement to it. The most obvious illustration of this is when you have a mutual fund with two share classes. The underlying fund is identical, but one share class that requires a higher minimum investment charges lower expenses. You will find that the share class with lower expenses outperforms because of the objective improvement of lower expenses. The exact same would be true if we compared two identical funds, but the second one was managed to keep taxable gains to a minimum. In theory, strike that in actuality, a sufficiently wealthy person could recreate both of these advantages. He could simply buy all of the stocks in a given benchmark and cut out the middleman asset manager. He could then yield further gains through tax loss harvesting. This could be highly cost effective for wealthy people with large tax bills. Indeed, an advisor I spoke with several years ago told me he saved one client well over $1 million by doing just this. Mind you, though, his client's tax bill was something like $3 million. The way this works is that a portfolio of individual stocks confers the advantage of selling losers and having Uncle Sam share in those losses. In the U.S., securities held for a year or longer are taxed at a lower rate than securities held for less than a year. So if a bunch of your stocks got off to a bad start, you can purchase a stock that is in the same industry and has a similar market cap to avoid the wash sale rule, while selling your losers for credit against short-term profits or against up to $3,000 of ordinary gains. Rinse and repeat and this could add up. If you are among those fortunate enough to owe $3 million to the IRS, this kind of tax harvesting should definitely boost your returns. But advisors with a more middle-class clientele should steer clear of putting the tax card ahead of the investment horse. For ordinary people, the biggest benefits would be one-off in the first bear market the client experiences, but the substitute stocks would be bought at such a low cost basis that they would likely never be harvestable. That is why advisors generally prefer, and are right to prefer, mutual funds and ETFs which avoid the problem that stocks present, namely that they are highly risky concentrated bets without the commensurate tax benefits. And so it's usually better not to beat the index fund. Fund fees have come way down over the years, and it is now possible to create a globally diversified portfolio custom tailored to the client's risk preferences at a very low cost. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.